Aiden's a singer. In I mean, band, you so. you gonna just start it and then the S goes there like on the I mean, spot. No, I, I, mean, I, mean, I need somebody to the, drop like fire bars for the like. <laughs> yeah, intro. but That's like, I mean, come on, like, start what kind singing. of intro are we looking for? Come on, that do that fucking Bosnian song. Oh yeah, you used to be a wedding singer. Okay. Anyway, so welcome back. It's been a really, really long delay, but. It's a very special episode because I have two really special guests with me, and we just no. saw one of the best movies. Shut up! <laughs> we just saw one of the best movies of 2019 outside of Endgame. What up, Avenger? Gang, gang. Luke, you get it. <laughs> Thor speaking. Shut up. <laughs> but the only Thor. okay, which is he was Thor. Yep. Host Marcus, and with me is Luke. Thor. Okay. AKA. Just ignore that. And I not an event. Chris. Chris Chris Evans. Oh my god. I'm Chris Evans. (laughs) Fucking terrible. (laughs) Alright, so today uh, we all just came back from seeing Spider-Man Far From Home. Wait, hold up. Shout out to Corel, Avengers Assemble. (laughs) Stop shouting out people. (laughs) (laughs) So we all just saw Spider-Man Far From Home and we were just gonna do a little like a mini review, like Spoiler free first half and second half all spoilers. So, uh, ready to get into it and one, two, three, go. Without spoilers, what was your favorite part? Personally, like, just. I'm gonna say the execution of Spider Man and Mysterio. For one, Spider Man was just really, like, just not into it, like, throughout the entire. Pretty much, like, <laughs> 80% of the movie, he was just like, yeah, I'm not about this. <laughs> Like, I just really felt like it It really showed him, like, grow up a lot. And I just really appreciated that, because I don't feel like any movie really explored that aspect like the comics really did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, I feel like they're they're on a really solid track with that. Yeah. And I just appreciate they, that. They they hit a home run with the teen, teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. Absolutely. And that's, like, the biggest strength to, I feel, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Oh, than, oh like, yeah. Rather than Toby and Andrew Garfield, who were both kind of stuck in certain time periods whereas like like people I think Kevin Feige is or just anybody from Marvel has said numerous times that Tom Holland is trying to play Spider-Man in the same way not even just trying but going to play Spider-Man the same way let's say Daniel Radcliffe did Harry Potter so he's in it for the long run and it really actually like adds to having a longer character that's the thing about this movie that's that's the thing I felt like it was a, a Peter Parker movie rather than Spider-Man. Than Spider-Man, yeah. and it, which is, uh, I liked it. I liked it. It was um, yeah. Like Tom Holland got to do a lot of acting. Like, I mean, yeah, well, as, as Peter Parker. And it's really crazy because even just for like MCU in general, um, like these movies are like a lot of people's first contact for a lot of these actors. I mean, sure, like, Chris Evans and RDJ, like, have been household names before, but these movies have definitely elevated them to a higher level. Even Anthony Mackie, who a lot of people still forget was Papa Doc in a mom, <laughs> a.k.a. Clarence, and the meme that will never die. Wait, oh my god. <laughs> you forgot? <laughs> but, yeah, and that's, like, one of the great... That's the greatest thing about this movie is that it's definitely following the track that Homecoming set out is that it's definitely Peter as a kid like learning like he's been Spider-Man for a while but he's definitely still growing up and going through all the trials and tribulations of Spider-Man whereas like 
for um, amazing, amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Basically didn't really have much but to be like an emo teen. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll be completely honest, he was too damn emotional for me. Like it, it just every time he would like every time his Peter Parker was on the screen, I just felt like he was depressed. And like, it was it was like that a just did not feel like Peter Parker to me. But the thing that thing. but the thing that I really liked about his Spider-Man was the fact that whenever he was in costume like that humor and all that that Spider-Man characteristic really just kind of hit yeah. the screen. Like, I felt like he was kind of a dick, honestly. Uh, well, it, I, just it, didn't it, like, I felt like he was douchey overall. Yeah, exactly. It was weird. Like, even when he was Spider-Man, uh, like, a lot of the quips seemed... Cocky? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I feel like that's the best word for it. It didn't yeah. seem like he was just a scared kid, like, like trying to cope yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. But... Anyway, so, uh, Aiden, what was your favorite part? My favorite part? Like, spoiler free, of course. <sighs> that, that's the hard part. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, Luke, Luke hit a home run with it. Like, it, what, like I said, I like, I, I, my favorite part is that, like, how much we got to see Tom Holland's Peter Parker, like, develop. Yeah. Yeah, and this movie definitely um, acted in the same way that Ant-Man and Wasp did for Infinity War. That it was a thousand percent a palate cleanser for the emotional like lows and highs of Endgame. Because Endgame, that was intense, but this was just such a straight, straightforward, lighthearted movie, but it did have a lot of depth to it. From like Peter's relationships with Aunt May, Ned, <laughs> like him trying to like get with MJ and everything, and there were parts too. Obviously, um, like this isn't even like a massive spoiler, but um, they they uh, went over um, the how the snap affected everybody, especially in, P- in Peter's high school, because originally. The blip. Yeah, yeah, they called it the blip instead of, uh, I think, the decimation. That was probably, like, my biggest issue. Like, because there... Because, remember, there was, like, a weird lack of, cons- like, consistency with it. Some people called it... In the game, I think they called it the decimation. Really? Or the snap. I and in this, they just called it the blip. And I think that was also kind I of just... It, I thought it was always the blip. No, no. Nah. It, was, it wasn't mentioned as the blip previously. It was kind of a new oh, thing. Oh, wow. That, yeah, I feel like the blip thing was more so that. just... It was just kind of being being in line with the film's lighthearted tone. See, I'm but, happy that you mentioned that, though, because honestly, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but, you're good. But that's another one of my favorite aspects of the movie, because, like, Endgame kind of had you guessing, or not really guessing, but kind of questioning what the tone is going to be set for the rest yeah. of the phases coming yeah, through. Yeah, going forward. And this kind of just really... It really put, like, after watching the movie, I just felt, like, I feel really comfortable with the direction that it's going in. Like, yeah. I just have that peace of mind where I'm like, you know what? I can wait whatever time they're, Yeah, I, it's like, at the very least, like, we're probably not all going to get movies similar to Spider-Man's tone, but if this is what they're going to do with every Spider-Man movie, yeah, especially really if they're giving a sort of leeway, I feel like it could be, like, phenomenal, you know? Absolutely. Alright, so Definitely. performances. Performances. Yes. I feel like it's kind of unanimous, but I want to hear you guys. Oh, no, yeah. You know what? It, 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 I, I am going to... I'm not going to say... I actually... I, I'm torn. I'm torn. Really? I, you know, I'm gonna, I mean... I, I probably I'll will go with first. who you're thinking, but... 
There was other good, like, I mean, there was a lot of good acting in there. I mean, as far as performances go, like, of course, I really want to say Jake Gyllenhaal just killed stereo. But, I mean, at the same time, I really feel like Tom Holland just strived with Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, not Spider-Man, but Peter Parker. Just, like, that I, that whole identity crisis yeah. of, of, do I want to be a teenager living my best life, or do I want to be an Avenger? Yeah. yeah. That conflict really just... And not, yeah, not nice only an that. Avenger, but like filling yeah, Iron be, Man's shoes. Yeah, but definitely step away from that being too. a small time like, hero yeah. to being a massive hero, like for the entire world. And that was something I really, really liked. Whereas um, Peter, he was really like into his niche. Like whereas the first movie was like, oh yeah, I definitely want to like like shoot farther and be you I know, wanna be this guy. Yeah, I wanna be an Avenger immediately. And this one, like, you know, obviously he's already been he is an Avenger. He's basically the now Avenger at this point. It. And it's just like, hey, like I know there's other people. I don't have to do this, at least not yet. You know, like he's still gonna be heroic when needed, but he has that well, that's that's what he thinks. That yeah. But now that Iron Man's gone, they're like, "Yo, we need we need you to fill one of the main Avengers slots." Yeah. So now he's like, "Oh, yeah." I thought I had more time. Yeah, and I definitely like how they're um, setting it up. It, yeah. it, it's really it's really interesting, especially. Um, oh, I don't want to say that that one's gonna be a <laughs> major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say that, but. Yeah, all in all, the plot in general, it, it's, like, it's not going to be the most cerebral, but it definitely hit. It, yeah. It definitely hit, like, every little, it didn't just tick boxes to the point where it was boring. It, it was a simpler movie. Mm-hmm. For, for, oh, yeah, definitely much more simpler. But, like, it, it was, it was good fun. It was, I don't know, good acting, and it was all it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah, like, after Endgame, you can't really just go into, like, the ne- the next major thing, because I feel if they would have did that, that definitely would have been, like, the nail in the coffin for, like, the MCU in general, and it's really weird that I know, like, several people that still float around the idea that the superhero bubble is gonna burst someday, or Marvel's is gonna tank, and it's... Realistically, that's not gonna happen. I mean, at least not. It could, but long from now. I mean, there's like, so much material. If it happens, I definitely feel like we'll be 40. Yeah. 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 For reference, we're all like mid 20s. Yeah. You know, but thinking about it, the one thing, I, another one of my favorite things about the movie is, and I'm gonna come back to this when we actually talk about our spoilers, but like, they kind of like, they're not afraid to take it far with your emotions. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what part I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That really caught me off guard because I was just like, man, are they really playing this Mm. card right now? Like, that kind of had me, like... I'm not going to say it had me, like, in tears like Endgame did, but I'm just like, shit. Like, that's kind of a fucking... Just kicking a dick. Yeah, and and that's one of the biggest things about Spider-Man is that he is an emotional character, whereas everyone's just like, oh, like... I am Iron Man, I'm gonna, like, enjoy yeah. it, or I'm just here to kick ass and, you know, yeah. dish out justice. <laughs> yeah. Like, Spider-Man is definitely the character that has always been very much, um, he doubts himself. He has, like, more moments of vulnerability than any other hero, and that's part of what makes him so relatable. That's 
always been his biggest thing. And that honestly is a testament to why, out of any other character, he literally is Marvel's mascot. Yeah. Yeah, people may not believe me, but, (laughs) I mean, he's definitely... I mean, yeah, but you know how you meet people that only watch, like, the movies, like, oh, it's Iron Man, uh, but, you know, like, 80 years, bitch, it's always been Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, all in all, like, the plot was, like, it's not gonna be the most, I don't feel like it's gonna win an Oscar, but what it did do was it executed the movie very well, and... Definitely the tone. Oh, like, yeah. Just overall of the Marvel Universe, what is, what's going forward. Yeah, a thousand percent. And yeah. even one of the better parts, too, is that there really wasn't a lot of shitty CGI. Mm-hmm. At no. least at least in my mind, there wasn't a lot of no, shitty CGI. No, it looked good. Really, it looked I good. was faded the entire movie, and I was like, God <laughs> damn. Like, hey. <laughs> I, it, it had, like, um, Doctor Strange level of, like... Yeah. Effects. Yeah, it, it, it was really nice. Yeah. yeah, special effects were pretty good. I mean, there was always going to be because mo- most of the suits. I think, um, what all of Spider-Man suits except for the uh, stealth suit are like actual um, like CG. So no, they're, they're 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 actual suits. The only thing that's uh, yeah, some of them though, like um, like the like the main one when he's uh, wearing it, like the red and blues, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, red and blues, like in Civil War, <coughs> that was mostly um, CG. I mean, because I just saw a picture of him like drinking uh, like something through a straw, like it is going through like. The straw is actually going through like his eye holes and shit. Where the yeah, it is yeah. one of those things where it's like, right for certain scenes. You yeah, know? it's yeah. one of those things where they have like um, really yeah. shitty made ones, like uh, in Iron Man. They'll have like yeah, just right, like a right. chest piece, <laughs> but, but like mean, most of it is like CG. They gotta go for the best shot. Oh yeah, thing, definitely, I mean, it definitely. Like it, it's not gonna be like They've that bad, but it's still gonna be good. I mean, the stealth suit was. I'm kind of, I have like weird feelings about the stealth suit. Like I know they're going for the noir vibe, but it was like it was, too- we, it was that weird like strap right down the middle of the head. I'm like, well, why? Why do you need that? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like it was very modern. I, I felt like it wasn't different enough from like noir. And... Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I liked it because like I just thought it was unique because like it really added that like modern day slash still trying to be realistic vibe. Mm. Like, and they're talking about, like, oh, it's made out of Kevlar and all this. I'm just like, yeah, oh, like, you definitely like, got the feeling that it was, like, yeah, it's, armor. it's kind of, it, like, it, realistic. It reminded me of, like, a Black Ops fight. The one thing I didn't like about it was because this just made no sense to me from, like... Was it the it, eyes? Not the eyes. It, it was his... his oh, uh, his yeah, fingerless. Angle. Yeah, like, oh, his um, fingers were sticking out. I'm just like, that makes no sense to me. Because, uh... It, it's another, like, small detail, but, uh... I see it as the fabric they would have used probably would have been too thick for him to, uh, to like adhere to the surfaces and shit. Because yeah, I see that. Yeah, that's okay. one of those things that's been uh, going back and forth between. Um, that's constantly like weird about Spider-Man, is that there's never been definitive like, oh hey, this is how his like adhesive powers work. Yeah. Like it, yeah. like it wasn't yeah, until dude. the Sam Raimi movies where they're like, oh yeah, it's, it's like little spikes, but. Then you know they go back and forth like oh, he has to be barehanded or like his normal suit is like thin enough as to where he can actually like use adhesive powers and stuff. And because you know it was made by Nick Fury, like there well, like it was really just mostly. It, armor. If we're talking comics, Spider Man doesn't he just like keep mutating further and further as like 
he gets older. That's one of those weird things is they go back and forth on it because you know they have to keep it like um, they have to keep it just enough, just similar enough that anybody can jump in without wondering. Oh, why the hell does Spider-Man have spikes shooting on his arms? Yeah. You know, because uh, that was like one thing in like 2004 with the whole other storyline, and um, and he got forearms, Spider-Man. Yeah. And, the yeah. Thing, and the thing with Marvel too is like they're trying to be like they're trying to be somewhat comic accurate, but at the same time they're also trying to tell their own story. Yeah, definitely. I, I like, hope they know Marvel the Studios. Yeah, which, which, yeah, which which is something I really like about it. I feel like I definitely feel like they'll do it. It'll probably be like a little goof, but I really yeah. feel like they'll they'll do that one sometime. But. Uh, let's see. So, performances, acting, uh, we're not all that good at, uh, cinematography and directing, but I, we all kind of, <laughs> so, overall, oh, general, no, like, thoughts on the movie, pretty good? I thought it was great. I really thought it was yeah. great. I mean, I really, overall, I wish I saw more Spider-Man in the movie, but at the same time, like, I'm content with what I saw, because, like, it really just, I mean, it just made me feel comfortable with, like, after Endgame overall and just yeah. how yeah. everything has been moved forward from this point on. Yeah, I feel like that movie was definitely trying to not tick a box, but um just kinda wind down. Yeah, yeah, definitely trying to wind down. And it's like you said, it was definitely a pretty good Peter Parker movie. Because no. that's the biggest issue in a lot of like superhero movies. They focus way too much on the superheroics and not enough on the actual like character ultimately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it yeah. kind of makes you be like, oh, yeah, like, fuck Bruce Wayne. Well, he is Batman. <laughs> now, one thing I want to ask you, Mark. I mean, as far like, if we're going to talk about Spider-Man movies, like, in general, like, do you think, like, this sequel is better than Spider-Man 2? Because, I mean, I feel like Spider-Man 2, like... Spider-Man 2 is set too high of a bar. It really, yeah. Spider-Man 2 is set way too high of a bar for what it is you, to be, like, a Spider-Man like, movie. Totally Maguire, yeah, totally Maguire. Yeah, 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 dude, fuck him as a Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not, that's not even in the conversation at this point. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, definitely, um, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely I feel that, uh, Spider-Man 2 is... I mean, out of all the Spider-Man movies, like, the top five is always gonna be, like, two, the original, I mean, hell, like, three, and then these, the two MCU ones. Yeah. Well... If we're talking live action, because then we'll have to like add Spider Verse into that one. But no, I'm talking about live action. But yeah, we're just talking live action. Live action, like yeah, and that's no particular order. But um, Spider Man Two definitely set a really high bar with just everything that it did, and it was just a great movie. But um, especially when you think tonally and what they're going for, Mm -hmm. they're really two different movies. But I do enjoy both. Yeah, I mean like. If I had to say, like, where this one ranks, um, just saying from a homecoming, from just in isolation, from homecoming to far from home, it's a nice progression. Yeah. It's a really nice progression. Very stately place. Yeah, especially moving, especially moving forward. They're about the same, honestly, but I think this one is just, is just better because it is like an obvious progression. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? What do you feel about... Um, if it was this one or let's say just out of all Spider-Man movies, where do you guys think this one will probably rank? Toby's my boy, so I would like one through two, like 
there is like the first dude. And then I, I think I'd like hmm. I like the character development and just overall tone uh, of of this movie a little more than Homecoming. Because Homecoming was like Tom Holland still kind of like green. Yeah. Yeah. Like setting into the role, like he wants it, he wants it bad, but like, yeah, he did a good job, but like, yeah, it wasn't like, quite there. Yet. Civil War though too, because that's like really when he got included into the whole. I mean, let's be honest. Civil War, he was like there to be. Like, like he was the in Joker. it for about twenty he, minutes. He, he was in the yeah, movie. He was like there 20... to be the Joker. Like. Yeah, he was definitely I know, but like she warned like, him. He was there, like, despite the fact he was, but like, like um, and I'll, and I could probably like talk about this like ad nauseum, but. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Spider-Man and Civil War was real, super forced. Not forced to the point it was jarring, but because, um, like, Marvel had just got, it was just able to share it, the rights. It, it was a really good advertising ploy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was, like, one of the best moments of Civil War seeing it. It's like, hey, guys. But, you know, it, the movie would have been the same thing like, yeah. if they would have yeah. cut, like, say, what, that his, like, all the screen time out. It would have been the same movie. Yeah, okay. but it would have lost. I can say, and this, and I can't say that it would have lost one of its best aspects. And that movie is already great. Yeah, it still would have been a great. I movie. honestly, I don't even like calling it Civil War. I like calling it Avengers Two Point Five because really, that's what it is. <laughs> like, Dude, it is not. It's so cap centric. I mean, it is, but I mean, it's, still, it's pretty much Avengers Two Point Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much Avengers. Everything Avengers Two. I mean, it's it's a pivotal point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. It's but fair to say that. I mean, that movie struck like a perfect balance. But anyway, <coughs> um, yeah. So that's our uh, just general thoughts on the movie. Like, definitely gonna see it. Cause I mean, it's gonna. It definitely sets up like the future of the MCU in a really palate. It's a good palate cleanser if you were like struggling with Endgame and just didn't know and we're just kind of lost afterwards like oh what am I going to do with with uh, Marvel movies now and it obviously sets the stage not just for Spider-Man but begs the question as to what's going to happen next for uh, the MCU so any final thoughts for our uh, spoiler free side of it Nah, I'm really excited to get into the spoilers, honestly. That's what I'm really excited for. <laughs> Alrighty. So, if you guys like this and enjoy this, you should definitely like share this with everybody you know. Uh, check out the uh, Instagram. I share pictures on there every now and again. It's just goofy shit. Uh, it's going to be um, Crimson Clouds Podcast, uh, Twitter. I'm going to post updates on there. It's uh, C Clouds 13. And then there is also. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't have an email yet. But if you have any, um, uh, I don't know, questions, anything you want to hear me talk about, or whatever, or if you want to be a guest, even, you could be here next to me with these guys, or just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely just shoot me a message on any of those. But anyway, uh, it's been great. See you guys later. Alrighty, so spoiler side. What do you guys want to hit first? Oh my god. There, there's a lot for this one. There's a lot. Alright. There's a lot let's, to kind of decompress about this. Let's pick one movie. certain part. 
Alright, um, uh, And then hit on that. Okay. In depth. Alright, you, you start, I guess. Yeah, let, let Marcus start, because he has I, a I, I got mind. one small I have to part, start first? Uh, you listen, you have the beautiful mind, and you're the sober one, so... Okay, so, um... The movie in general, I really did love, um... A lot of what they did with, uh... <laughs> I really did love about how it was moving forward away from, um... The Avengers. Not, not enough as to where they're gonna be like, oh yeah, fuck the Avengers, it's over. But the movie definitely was a matter of uh, it still touched upon everything that Homecoming did, and you can see that there's a natural story progression with the Spider-Man's, uh, yeah. let's say saga, because of course Tom Holland's gonna be in this movie for a while. Um, namely, and the biggest theme is um, the sins of the father or father figures, even. Namely, um, because once again. There's somebody that Tony pissed off that immediately becomes a problem for <laughs> yeah, main antagonist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I went into the movie, and I went into the movie hopeful that the multiverse, that the multiverse aspect of it was going to be true, and unfortunately it wasn't. And, and it turned out to be a booster gold movie. <laughs> see, but you never know though. Like that can still. Just the fact, like, I mean, because, let's be honest, this is Marvel that we're talking about. Like, at this point, anything is possible. Just the fact that they mentioned this idea, that doesn't mean they can't just come bring it back, like, ten movies later. I mean, like, for example, with with Spider-Man, with, with this last Spider-Man, right? They had that scene from Civil War, how they just brought it back yeah, and just yeah. added Jake Gyllenhaal in the mix. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, they could definitely bring the multiverse back. I'm telling you. Like, I can definitely see them doing that. Yeah. Which yeah. is what really excites me for the future. Yeah, Marvel's also really, really good at that one, too. Is that they... Exactly. Is, I mean, they understand what retconning is. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they understand they retconning. Understand because, um... I can't remember what movie they mentioned it in, but uh, it was probably more like the Iron Man movie. But uh, I remember reading an IGN review about Civil War uh, when it came out a couple years ago, and they were like, oh yeah, there's going to be a plot twist that if you've seen enough Marvel movies, you'll see it coming. And this was after I saw the movie, and yeah. I'm like, which one are they fucking talking about? And it was a really minute detail, and that was um, in uh, one of the Iron Man movies, Tony mentioned when his parents died, and you know... In the movie, they say the date, I think it was like December, whatever, 1984 or some shit. And apparently that was it. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I never noticed yeah. that. Yeah. But you definitely have a point there is that it really, it, it, it opens up possibilities for everything. Even the, um, uh, let, let's hold off on the end credit scene. So that'll be its own second. That's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be its own second. Yeah, it's just so we don't like yeah. go all over the place. I mean, they, they teased a few things. They, they teased on ideas, but who knows what they'll follow through with. Yeah. At, at this point, I'm pretty, I, I feel like what we're, we're pretty much trying to say is, like, whatever Marvel's throw... Mar, I'm sorry, whatever Marvel throws on screen is... Anything is game at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't take it for face value. I mean, they, they can just come back, like, whenever and just be like, oh, yeah, yeah like, we're just adding this in there. Like, it, it'll make sense, because they'll make it make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But real quick, can we just like hit on Mysterio real quick? Because I I really wanna I really wanna get in on Jake Yeah, because yeah, because the Mysterio plot twist, even though I saw it coming, it still definitely hurt because 
the whole movie was uh, like even the some of the promotional material and i think i saw some in the interviews about it that um they said they were definitely uh following through with the tony looking i mean not tony the peter looking for a sur- surrogate father yeah. figure and with it shifting with tony being dead it had to shift to happy and then um Nick Fury, mm-hmm. and then it was yeah. Mysterio. And I definitely got that vibe that uh, Nick was that you know the stern, the stern uncle that he cares for you and like sees your potential, but he doesn't know how to express it properly without being a dick. Yeah. And then here comes <laughs> Mysterio, the cool uncle who's like encouraging, trying to let you like drink his beer. Like, oh yeah, here's your first dirty mag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, that was definitely the feeling. I really love that aspect of Mysterio, and that's why it sucks so much. He knocked out the park. Yeah, that's why it sucks so much, because he really did have that... You... I, I'm kind of bad at reading people, but, like, it really did have that, like, earnestness to it. Yeah. Where he really did feel like he actually cared about Peter, and that's why it was so, like, heartbreaking for him to even turn out to be a, a bad guy. Even knowing... Even fucking knowing, me, the fucking comic book nerd for years, was still hurt that Mysterio was literally the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and even as he was dying, he, he played with our hearts. But again, you guys didn't want to get into the ending credits. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that one. So, I, what was your feelings on the Mysterio on the Mysterio twist? Quotation marks. The twist, like you mean, you mean what? Oh uh, uh, no! Like with him, like turning out to be the actual villain, like not just him, uh, because you know the promotional trailers had it set well, up I as to like where he a, was. I, well, honestly, if we're like, talking about twists, hero, see, I didn't, I didn't see the trailers, but like they did a good job of making him seem like he was gonna be the hero, and for like a second, I'm like, whoa, are they taking a different turn with him? And I'm like, no, nah, there's no way. He's gonna, he's, he's Mysterio. He's master of illusion. This is all an illusion. Yeah. See, and right. he's he's Eisen. If 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 Bleach did yeah. a live action movie, I don't know <laughs> if they did, but like they should just cast Jake Gyllenhaal. If they had money. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about twists though, that like the trailers pushed, and as far as the movie, like the trailers really pushed him being like more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like actually doing shit. Yeah, like the guy. Yeah, but then like when you actually like look into it he's just a, like what the comics pretty much um show him as just an illusionist and yeah. really good at it you yeah, know yeah. Which, which and perfect. that's what i really appreciated is because they just came back down to like mm. down to earth with it versus being all like like really outlandish you know how they had like, an explanation yeah. for vulture like oh yeah he just had the alien tech and that's pretty much what he's going with i mean no, that yeah. that you was know, actually it, really reasonable it was reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it with is. material it's more grounded more back to earth like okay we're just gonna keep it simple but at the same time kind of like fuck with you you know what i mean like it's yeah just, yeah yeah because definitely um i feel like it's gonna be a point of contention with a lot of people that um once again in the same vein that all the i don't want to say all the batman villains became uh arrow villains in uh, the, the TV show, mm-hmm. but the same way that when Razal Ghul is like a main antagonist for like the second or third season, I definitely see some people being pissy, like, oh, why do they have to make Iron uh, all the Spider-Man villains somehow connected to Iron Man when it works? And 
they're trying to tell like a connected story, not overly connected to where it's stupid, like the um, alternate universe. Like uh, there was like some really weird, like uh, there was some really weird comic I think in like 2007 or 2008 where it was like called Ultimate Origin, and somehow Wolverine was like the original uh, mutant, and then um, like he was the original mutant, and a lot of it was because they were trying to make super soldiers, and it got to the point as to where it. It, it was like really convoluted and kind of stupid, but this feels a bit more organic. Yeah, yeah. I don't even feel like this feels like a lot more organic in the sense as to where it was another like smart employee by Tony, and that was like Tony's thing that like, he was a flawed guy. Uh, most of his villains in the movie were people he wronged in some way, and that's totally reasonable. Like you're not gonna be this fucking um, this. Uh, massive like billionaire playboy um warlord without making hella enemies so it's totally reasonable that it's another person he fucked over that Damn, has warlord? to <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i mean he, sold, mean, he made his own weapons right do you here. see what he has <laughs> he made his own weapons did you see what he <laughs> yeah, has but in I, mean, space? I wouldn't i wouldn't just classify tony stark as a warlord hold, hold on now. i mean did you, uh, okay war did monger. you see what he has <laughs> in space? i wouldn't even go that far at the command <laughs> he, of his sunglasses his, at the command of his sunglasses he has a giant yeah but all in the greater good in space with drones. He's fucking Iron Man. What do you expect? He's a fucking warlord, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like you can't really, um, like, it's something you can't just say, just hand wave is, oh, that's so contrived and stupid that it's another person he pissed off. Because realistically, I mean, Jeez, he was it nuts. happens. There's plenty of people in the real world now that like are huge owners of companies that have pissed off a lot of people i mean yeah you don't get that rich pissing yeah you, yeah you really don't get that big on making a few enemies. people that are rich will tell you that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that, that was my take i mean there's, I really there's different it. cases but yeah yeah i mean not everyone's gonna go to such extreme lengths but it's totally reasonable and I, I still liked it. I mean, he, like, Jake Gyllenhaal definitely was, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, him and Ned. Oh, my God. Ned, Ned is such a great character. Like, yeah, he's he, a great supporting character. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a bachelor in Europe. Even though I'm 15, I'm going to be slaying so much ass. Like, first off, like, how? You're on a really supervised field trip. And, Ned, I feel like you don't have it in you. You're such a sweet boy. <laughs> at the same time, I appreciate that energy. Oh my god! Like, I really fed off of that energy. Like, but hey, bet. And, and, then, and then here we are, five, like twenty minutes into an airplane ride, and he has a girlfriend. Okay, yeah, he's slaying ass. He's, 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 he's out there. Ass. Oh my he's god! That the ass slayer. And he broke up with her like a real man. He's like, you know what? It's all right. We're just gonna go oh man, dude, Ned definitely had like some of the best, had some of the best like character moments. He was there, like always playing for laughs. It, yeah. But, like he loved and he amicably, and he amicably broke up with somebody. It was awesome. Was <laughs> great. All right. Uh, so Aiden, what did you think? Of what were some of your favorite parts? What were my some of my favorite parts? Well, okay. Um, favorite parts. It probably. I actually. I want to touch on this first. My least favorite part. Oh, that's deep. The flaw. The flaw. That MJ kiss. 
What? Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I mean, they're supposed to be playing kids, even though they're like, yeah, you know, early 20s. Yeah, but no, I'm they're talking about the angle and the shot, like how quick, like... It... I, we had a section on, like, direction and cinematography, and then here you come with this. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but we couldn't talk about spoilers at that time. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, consider good, good that point. a major spoiler, though. Like, I mean, actually, like, of course they're gonna get together. It's a spoiler. It's a major. I mean, you don't. It's know. not a major spoiler. I mean, it's not like we said. Oh yeah, she found out he's Spider-Man, and she's like kissing him on the bridge after. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that too. That was actually that part was amazing. Like when when she get like so oh, yeah, guessed yeah, that no, she no. was Spider-Man, and then he's playing it off. He's trying to lie. And then shit just hits the fan. He's like, "All right, I I'm fucking Spider-Man. I can't deal with it." That, that's definitely that's definitely another thing that I really like about these movies is that they're not playing it up as ridiculous as the comics did with Peter like being able to keep his identity a complete secret. Like, how the fuck did Aunt May go for years without knowing he's Spider-Man? And so, oh, just one day randomly, he just got his ass kicked, and she just walks in on him in bed, knocked out. Like, oh yeah, I see your Spider-Man. No, she just literally walks in on him because he's 15, and he's just standing there in the suit. So, it, 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 it's hilarious when everyone finds out that he's Spider-Man. Not everyone, everyone, but enough people. Yeah. Like, namely, like, uh, MJ, MJ, uh, I feel like... Uh, Betty and uh, Flash are gonna figure out eventually. Yeah. More, more likely Flash, dude. Wait, Flash. What do you mean Flash? Uh, the one kid that was always like giving him shit. That was Flash. What? Yeah, you didn't know that he's supposed to be Flash. I thought that's DC though. No, no, ass Flash Thompson. <laughs> oh, Flash Thompson. Yeah, oh. yeah, like his a uh, high school bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I feel well, like they're the definitely hell are you talking about. <laughs> I feel like they're definitely setting him up for like kind of like big things, just because you kind of get like really small glimpses in his home life that he is obviously a rich kid, but his parents are like not there at all. Yeah, and it's pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> There's that feedback of Flash. <laughs> like, I don't really give a fuck about this kid. Oh, man. Dude, you have no soul. You have no soul. Yeah, but no, I see what I you're saying, though. I haven't like seen the... enough of Flash. Like, I, I see what you're saying, though, like, at the end part, like, where they were talking about, like, oh, like, my mom's not here again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Um... I, I've also heard that, like, story a lot. Oh, okay, okay. At the same time, I feel like Aiden's really not concerned with the side characters like that. Yeah, he's not. Oh, he's I like that. Like, he's not Peter I, Parker, I, I MJ, or Nick Fury. Flash Thompson's just a vague memory. Like, I don't know. It's... I mean, I'm just wondering, like, the ever, like, be like, okay, so we're gonna make you Agent Venom, so you have to like get super jacked. <laughs> you have to get super jacked. We're gonna put you in a black Spider-Man suit. Dude, I can't wait for that day. I kind of hope it happens. I was thinking they'll probably do the same thing for Ned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, if they did it for Chris Pratt, they can do it for anybody. You really could. You just need a nutritionist and a fucking personal trainer. That's really all you need. And money. They got money. They're actors, guys. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're in Marvel Studios. They're basically... No, I'm just, yeah. But, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> terrible. Alright, that ending fight scene, that one was amazing. When the spider sense finally oh started kicking. 
When, listen, that honestly, they, I'm gonna say I wish that's there was my more of that. A little more of that. But you know, maybe an extended. Like, for, hopefully they'll do an extended. If, yeah, if we're gonna, if, if I'm yeah. gonna say my favorite part of the movie is when when Peter just gave in to his spider senses and just kind of said, "Fuck it, I'm going with the flow." Like his web shooters are all working. Like he was just going with pure instinct, and he just fucking nailed it. Like it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was fucking a great beautiful. One. That was a great one. I always love um, fight scenes like that. Um, I don't want to call it like a wonder because I definitely feel like there were a couple cuts in it. But yeah. I, I have to see it again because I don't know why I, I wasn't like following it as well as I normally do. But it was still like a greatly choreographed fight scene because um, another thing that I feel they don't that isn't really communicated well in Spider-Man movies is like his agility and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this one, you definitely, especially even just him web swinging around, like catch them all in like a net and then slam them down. <laughs> like you definitely got the sense that and his accuracy, yeah, like, yeah, it was quick time. great. Like everything about it was just amazing. That that scene where um, what were they on like a on a train or or bus? No, it was like a bus. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure, right? And uh, the yeah, yeah, they were on that bus, and he calls the drone attack on Brad. Oh yeah, <laughs> Boy, that part was fucking amazing. <laughs> experimenting with the glasses. And he just like he tells everyone that there's like well, I don't remember what kind of animal it was but, like, he, like oh yeah it was like a lemur or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just like hops out real quick destroys the drone like, no problem yeah dude that was amazing that was definitely like the greatest thing ever yeah they definitely had like a nice little uh, balance between humor and action I mean it was uh, if you go on, if you go from homecoming to this you definitely have a really good like sense of because uh, it's not uh, as action heavy as a Captain America movie, but it does strike a really good like excitement of oh yeah here's Peter like doing really crazy shit or here's Peter fighting the bad guy and then they saved it all until the very end and it was super exciting. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was like the best one out of like all the ones that, out of all the MCU fight scenes, but it was definitely better than you know like the third act of Captain Marvel. This is gonna sound blasphemous, but even Black Panther, because the third, because the third act in Black Panther was kind of like a tad wonky, just because of CGI, but it was so exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. The, I, I also liked. I really did like how um, the uh, Mysterio uh, like illusions. They honestly came off as the, like the uh, like the Batman Scarecrow levels brought to the big screen. That was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that that was, that was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. But like I said, overall, like the, the the best thing about Mysterio was that like once he revealed that like he's just a really good illusionist, mm. I really got that vibe that I was playing Spider-Man Two again, and that like for me that just felt the most grounded for Mysterio, and that's what I really appreciated because like. Yeah, Mysterio is not like a massive. Exactly, like, like he's not. He's, he's not, not like a, a Iron maniac man. or anything. Because yeah. like the movie tries to portray him as, oh, he's just an Iron Man with a purple cape. No, the fuck, he's not. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> and this just really kind of just. I don't know. It just made sense to me. Like I really appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. This this one was definitely like they definitely like got Mysterio perfectly. Um, 
I really did like the twist. Uh, not the twist, but the way they grinded him within the MCU with having him be another um, another person that Tony Stark ultimately wronged. He, he named his, uh, like, uh, his invention Bark or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, he actually pointed it out and he was like, that, it fucking hurt him. <laughs> yeah, and... He's a big bitch. Yeah, and to be completely fair, I mean, if you were a disgruntled employee, like, making weapons for a warlord, yes, I said it. And they, like, stole... They, they <laughs> like, like what, would, what would you do? He, he took the credit, <laughs> right, and and named it Barf. Yeah, basically. So, like, I mean, you know... They, they could have probably they, in, in Civil War, they that, did kind of point out, like, Tony Stark's... These sort of flaws in Tony Stark's, so... Yeah, yeah, I feel like they could have definitely, um, like, clarified that a bit more if he actually did it. Because then we have to, like, really just take it at face value that he just said, fuck it, boop, boop, I'm stealing this, and I'm just gonna re- rename it. Like, um, what was it? Because you know how, like, almost every single Batman comic or something where it's like, oh yeah, Bruce Wayne fired me because of this and this, and then there's a moment where Batman's like, oh yeah, what he was doing was, like, hella illegal and it was actually going to kill somebody, so I had to make sure... Like, it, it would have helped to have a uh, little bit of... Um, to have a little bit of clarity in that aspect. But it definitely feels like that would have... But it definitely feels, like, kind of in line with uh, Tony's thing, that he would have just kind of, like, came in, went all gung-ho on it, kind of made a couple adjustments, and, you know, repurposed it for himself. Yeah. But... Yeah, so... Uh, and there might have been more in between, like, uh, there might have been more between um, Mysterio and, and Tony Stark that, that happened while they were working with each other. Yeah, at the end of the day, it definitely wasn't... At the end of the day, the movie definitely was not trying to be another, um, you know, Iron Man 3.5 or yeah. uh, involve Iron Man again. It was very much about Peter... Um, just coming to terms with this place in the world and trying to, um, in essence, grieve over Tony's death. It wasn't complete. It wasn't a complete grievance, but uh, just basically coming to terms with who he was, and accepting it, but being forced into like this greater role as Spider-Man and having to really understand what it meant to not only be Spider-Man, but like you said, I just be an Avenger. Because at this point he is the the Avenger. Yeah, yeah. So whenever like Trump, so whenever he's needed, he has to be able to step up to the call. And I really liked how um, often he had those moments of um, doubt that he couldn't do it. And he and I did like the 180 from I want to be this to I don't want to do this. I just want to be a kid. And once again, it it was um, a matter of great power, great responsibility. And I really do feel that, unfortunately, they didn't uh, hammer home to death the Ben, um, the Uncle Ben thing. Because when they pulled out the, the headstone, I really was sitting here thinking, like, oh, they're going to finally do it. They're finally going to reference Uncle Ben, at least in some way. But what they did do was the little really, really quick blinking you miss it. Um, the really quick blinking you miss it. Uh initials on the suitcase oh what yeah it was like really? um i didn't notice UB that. or something or? 
No, <laughs> he doesn't call himself Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm pretty sure it was uh, BFP. Benjamin Franklin Parker. Yeah, I, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely missed that. Yeah, it was like a BFP, or it could have even been like a, or it might have been BRP to be like Ben Riley Parker or something. I, I, I forgot. Honestly, I don't know what Uncle Ben's actual middle name is. I'm pretty sure it's Franklin, but hey. I think it's Franklin. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. So that was uh, that was like my like little favorite little nod that like Peter Soul keeps his uh, uncle's suitcase. Like even though they don't hammer home to death, it's still obvious that Peter like loves and misses his uncle, even if there's somebody else where he's like, oh yeah, I have to cry over Mr. Stark, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you drank so much, man. God damn, pretty trash. Jesus, Luke. <laughs> Don't touch me. <coughs> Alright, so, the end credits. What'd you guys think? Oh, man. Oh, my God, I loved it. Okay, I loved it, all, but it made me so fucking mad. Let me be honest. Alright, wait, we'll do the first end credit, we'll do the mid credit, and then we'll do the post credit. Okay, before we even get into that, I'm furious, okay? Because, like, I'm low-key kind of mad that they didn't hammer on uh, either Venom or the multiverse. Like, I really, really expected that. But at the same time, it's Marvel. You, you never know what the hell they expect. Yeah, it could be anything, really. <clears throat> but as far as the first scene, though... Yeah, like... Man, that, I was not expecting that. that. That shit blew me away when... First of all, when... What is his name? Marcus, correct me, because you know these people better than I do. J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, okay, I, okay, you, I mean J. Jonah Jameson. I mean the fucking actor guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. When J.K. Thank you. When J.K. Simmons came back to uh, reprise his role as John Jonah Jameson, for one, that's like the best fucking actor to play the goddamn yeah, Like, no, Like, hands down. Perfect. That's like the R- RDJ of fucking being John Jonah Jameson. <laughs> hands down. So, just seeing him... Like represent Daily Blue Bugle on the screen. I was like, okay. Like, Wait, I'm was that? Yeah, that was yeah. the first thing. Yeah, like, yeah, that was fucking great. But the fact yeah, that he that's... just like straight up said, "Oh yeah, Spider Man's Peter Parker." I was like, oh shit. But like, like the, the the fucked up thing is, is like Mysterio is the one that like told like he gave him footage or whatever. Dude, of that fake out. That fake out was. See, but th- I'm still, I, I still believe that we're not done with Mysterio because, like, I don't know if you don't notice, but, like, that dude downloaded something at the very yeah. end. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you noticed that, right? Yeah, exactly. Right at the end, he downloaded something. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not done with that dude. No way. What was his fucking name? William? Fuck, whatever. Fuck William. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked how they had, um, like, a, little, a sort of fake out to be like, oh, yeah, we're not going to reveal Spider-Man's identity to the public yet. It's only the second movie. Psych. <laughs> it's like, no, we're kidding. Like, fuck it. Like, psych, fuck you, we are. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, so that, that's what tripped me up. At the end, when, Mysteri- when, when Mysterio dies, you know, like, he says, like, th- doesn't he sit, like, sympathize with, with Peter or, like, feel bad for Peter? Doesn't he say, like... I feel bad for you, Peter. And then, like, then I they feel show like that us was that. a bit more of his like uh, maliciousness. Kind of, he was just kind of like, oh yeah, you fucked me, so I'm definitely gonna come after you. Like even like young Gray, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I said. So, like, it was, like, basically... I guess in that sense, it was foreshadowing their... Their ends. Yeah. End scene. End scene. Yeah, and this is kind of, like, a really great way to definitely make, um... And that's what's really good about um, this and ho- uh, this and Homecoming is that while they may come off as just people that have, um, while the villains are coming off as people that have grudges against Tony, with Peter automatically coming into conflict with them, and unfortunately, um, these characters figuring out who Peter is, it becomes that much more personal and makes and makes it more. Um, and really adds a lot more weight to it, rather than, hey, I just kick your ass all the time. No, these guys are fucking out for blood. Like, I'm telling you, they're definitely gonna do, like, a Sinister Six at some point. It's gonna oh, yeah, be definitely. amazing. They already have, um, uh, what's his fucking name? Edward Mondo. The guy that was Voss from Far, Far, Far Cry 3. Um, he's, uh, Scorpion. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was like one of the biggest theories all surrounding Homecoming's uh, post mid credit scene where uh, he and Vulture met. He's like, oh, maybe I'm going to break out and I'm going to have you help me and you'll be in a giant scorpion suit. So, um, and that's what's really interesting about a lot of the, Sp- about the MCU Spider Man movies is that these are becoming more and more deeply personal, not just with. Um, not just with random dudes he's coming into conflict with just because of bad guys, but individuals that feel personally wrong by Spider-Man, uh, like with Adrian Toomes literally losing his family, with um, uh, Mysterio having his vengeance taken away from him, and then he knows Peter's identity. And this is... If... I see... Um, like, low-key prediction here, I feel that when Tom Holland stops being Spider-Man, or even just uh, when he gets his Iron Man 3, his pseudo-ending to his um, to his uh, character arc, to his uh, solo films, mm. it's going to be like a Secret Six movie with people personally attacking. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, okay. I was trying to shut up. <laughs> but anyway. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> Disrespectful but, shit. Right? God damn it. <laughs> but it's going to be um, a movie where everyone's like attacking Peter like personally. It's definitely going to be like him at his lowest moment. And it's going to yeah. show um, like Spider-Man's perseverance through adversity. And that was ultimately one of my favorite things about the movie is he still embodies that spirit of Spider-Man is that no matter how much awful shit you go through you can always pick yourself back up and come back better than ever or even just as long as you have the will to do it you can and I feel like maybe for the next movie they may even do a uh, I think it was called Identity Crisis in like the 90s like late 80s but, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you remember that where like yep. Spider-Man had to pretend to be four different fucking superheroes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they could do that, but I feel like it might also be kind of well, weird. The the first um, the first ending scene, they they basically set him up to where he's he's forced to be like Tony Stark, where he's out to the public as as Iron Man. Yeah. But now he's yeah, discredited. Right. He's he discredited. Has, like, opposite Iron Man. 
Oh my god, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he so so now, now he's got to win over the public yeah, again. Right yeah. Now. So like, I mean, once he wins over the public again, he'll be he'll be straight. Like he'll. All right, one second because we're about to run out of tape here, quote unquote tape. Uh, apparently, I can only record it for 60 minutes, and we've been going this long. So hold on. Okay, so uh, as you were saying, um, because he was discredited, I didn't think about that. I'm I didn't even think about that. This is I didn't like either. perfect because uh, yeah. Far From Home definitely was like going into it. I definitely felt that it was going to be a movie that was positioning Spider-Man as the new face of the MCU going forward, and for him to have a reverse Iron Man moment is amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing, dude. <laughs> So we'll we'll see like where where it goes with it, you know. Yeah. How it, he wins back the public, how the public reacts to that ending scene, you know. Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel like it gives a lot more credence to uh, J. Jonah Jameson's like hatred of Spider-Man because um, in the comics it was always kind of um, wow. Like, this is kind of a really shitty thing, but I just remember I didn't even introduce the name of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. No, you did. Crimson Clouds. Did I? Yeah, I could Dude, we've been talking for so long, I honestly forgot. But anyway. Oh, uh, on, on the on start the, of this one? No, no, I didn't have to on this one. Okay, because it was yeah. supposed to be like added on to the next I, one. I swear There's going to be the same start. segments. But anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, because I definitely went into it thinking that it was going to be setting him up for, um, as Iron Man, like, moving forward, so, and I like how it gave credence to, like, J. John Jameson's hatred, because in the comics it always felt kind of lofty, like, because it was always kind of like he hates Spider-Man for no reason, even though it does have, like, reason, because, uh, in the comics, J. John Jameson's whole hatred of Spider-Man was like, oh, he doesn't trust vigilantes because outside of law and blah 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 but having an exact concrete example rather than all instances of spider-man being a good to society it doesn't make J. Jonah Jameson look like as much of a dick anymore yeah because yeah. if you have someone that literally frames spider-man it literally makes his character yeah. not seem the master illusionist exactly frames. <laughs> and that was a great way to utilize Mysterio yeah it really was absolutely I agree but with that said like I'm so mad that like that shit happened to Peter yeah. Parker man right dude I definitely like the uh, twists and turns that they keep there, there's so many curveballs to keep throwing uh, when it comes to Spider-Man and MCU it's pretty awesome like you're it's like yeah he just got like he he's he's uh, dating MJ now so maybe you know like moving forward with his life kind of just settling in yeah. and then boom get fucked <laughs> get fucked <laughs> welcome to life <laughs> welcome to life yeah like oh you thought <laughs> I, I really like how you put that is there a way I accidentally get <laughs> hey man, like Spider-Man's going through like his own like Dark Souls life right now. He's, yeah, he's just yeah. like, hey, get good, you casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, dude, that's wild. Alright, and for the final post credit scene, what were your thoughts, Luke? You know what? I That really caught me off guard. Like, I just was not prepared for that. Like, once again, I was expecting multiverse or fucking Venom or something, but the fact that it was a scroll, I was just like, really? But at the same time, though, like, it kind of gives me some peace with Nick Fury because, like, if you really think about Nick's, Nick Fury's arc in this entire MCU, like, let's be honest. I like, like initially, when he first got introduced, like, Nick Fury's top guy. Like, this guy knows everything about everything, and he has people for fucking everything you can possibly fucking think of. Yeah, he's been, like, the hardest working guy. Exactly. Like, forever. And, right. And this movie really introduces him as... I've been gone for five years. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I'm just here. Like, <laughs> I'm just here trying to put a fucking... Just trying to put some people to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. It it's time to finally take a fucking vacation. That, that, that's yeah. so but good. Like, right, but like I'm oh, saying... Oh, man, he was furious. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Why are you yeah. ghosting me? <laughs> yeah, but that scene really kind of just gave me some peace with his art. Because, like... I'll be honest. Like, throughout the entire movie, I just felt really uncomfortable and like, dude, not Nick Fury, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I like and that. And they really too. frustrated the fuck out of me. They definitely did give him a. They definitely there that, was a lot of like weird vibes he had. Yeah. Like, why does he seem yeah. so passive? I definitely thought exactly. like, Nick Fury exactly. being more like active and aggressive. And here we go, like it's actually a scroll. Are we yeah. gonna get a secret invasion? Probably. It not. made a lot of <laughs> sense. It made a lot of so, sense. So fill, fill me on, fill me in on scrolls, like they. Did we see him in another movie? Am I not just remember? You ever seen Captain Marvel? Ah, okay. Jesus, <laughs> that's get okay. the fuck off this channel. <laughs> Yo, that's the one I'm missing. Like, right, that's Iden, the only one I have. All right, Aiden is not allowed back. You're, as a yeah. guest. You're, not, you're not allowed to speak on this podcast. Hey, you no guys more. saw what I mean, man. It's not my fault. Man. Well, I actually saw it on Cody. Cody get the fuck out of this goddamn pocket. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I saw it uh, maybe twice in theaters. I didn't like it that much, but people just kept asking me to go. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought it was okay. I, I'm not going to say it was, like, fucking great. Yeah, like... I mean, I plan to watch it. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Just wait till it comes on Netflix. Yeah, that's movie. what I'm saying. It was definitely one of those movies. Like, it was hyped up. as, oh, it's a great movie for women. Like, it's a good movie, yes, but... I feel like Wonder Woman did it better. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. And, 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 and this isn't just me. I mean, I didn't see the trying one, to be a Captain Marvel, but Wonder Woman was fucking. I just felt like Captain Marvel is just too much of a. She was just too. I don't know, too fucking cocky. Like it just really. Wait, who? Yeah. Captain Marvel. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's really weird. I keep meeting people that are like, yeah, I kind of hate her attitude. I, I really mean, don't like her attitude because I'm just like, dude. That's just who dude, she is. She's just, like, she's really, really cocksure of herself. I don't mean that in a bad way. She's, like, confident. She's strong. She's confident and strong. And I mean, she has fucking, uh, you know, she has Kamehameha's. Yeah, well, she ain't shit when it comes to Thanos, though. Hey, hey, Thanos cheated, first off. First of all, he ain't cheap. She definitely made him call in the airstrike, bro. (laughs) He did. Thanos was like, yo, fuck that. Shoot this chick. Fuck my army. Just annihilate. I don't care whatever happens. Just shoot her. But, yeah. yeah. It's fucking real. Like, I feel, um... It was really easy to fall into that trap in the um, in the post credit scene. Think when the scrolls were like, "Oh yeah, they're actually Maria Hill and Nick Fury." It was really easy to fall into that trap, thinking that oh yeah, it's gonna be a secret invasion moving forward. But 
realistically, um, how they've like remade the scrolls as refugees and actual yeah. like sympathetic characters, which was honestly yeah. my favorite part of Captain Marvel, how they remade them, that actually um <clears throat> that actually like kinda takes that completely off the board. As you can see, like they're working well, with fucking Nick Fury. Why the hell are they invade like, Earth? Uh what was the deal with that whole space thing going on? Does that mean you mentioned something about like Galaxy Avenger or Cosmic Avengers? Cosmic Avengers is just me kind of like talking shit, saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have Space Avengers." Oh, okay. but um, like because the closest we have to that we'll had is the uh, is like, a, is there any? Was it Sword? Um, it was Sword Annihilators and. Uh, think right now but um yeah i mean there's not really any like actual cosmic avengers maybe the ultimates but even them their whole thing is oh yeah we're trying to solve impossible problems with impossible solutions and then but um collapsed on themselves in there uh no the ultimates uh i actually haven't finished that one but it, like their first mission it was like all like the strongest characters in like uh the mc the marvel universe like Captain Marvel, Blue Marvel, um, Spectrum, let's just say Monica Rambeau, because I, I forgot, mean. I forgot which name they were using, Miss America, Black Panther, and I feel like it was somebody else, but, like, the first thing they did was, um, it was to, uh, like, figure out how to stop Galactus from, like, eating planets, and, like, <laughs> cure them with that, and that opened up a whole other can of worms, but anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, no, like the um, for that, it, I feel like that's opening up more and showing where Phase Four is gonna go, and obviously that's going to be like space. Yes. Like they'll still have they're more grounded. I, I want to see some celestials. That, yeah, they're supposed to be doing the uh, Eternals actually. Or Eternals? What? There's celestials and Eternals, and um, so would Eternals be like Galactus, or is Galactus a celestial? It's super. I know the Phoenix is celestial, like, right? Celestial is um, the Eternals are basically uh, Marvel's version of the new guys, and the Celestials are the ones that made uh, the new humanity. Are they so celestials made humanity, and the new gods they spawn from new gods of DC, so they don't really fit. It's because um, okay. it's because of the fact that the Eternals and New Guys were both made by Jack Kirby, and they were like his pet part, his pet project, like his passion project, namely um, the uh, like the Fourth World was like his biggest thing. That was like one of the reasons why he left Marvel originally, so he could make that at DC. Well, I mean, outside of you know issues with Stanley and Marvel as a whole, but um, then he went back to Marvel and he started doing that. But I, I, like, I honestly avoid that whole thing just because of the fact that it's kind of, it's kind of complicated and super weird. I mean, like, I've read up on it a little bit. But I yeah, like it's, it's the whole point of that crazy. last credit scene is kind of showing that um, moving forward is going to be space shit. <laughs> I'm excited. So, I'm so excited. yeah, like the Eternals, Nova, maybe even the Annihilation Wave. Because they have the rights to, like, all the Fantastic Four stuff now. So yeah. they do. So Annihilation is on the table. Or, or so even, what, like, what, the War of the Kings. What's going on with Annihilation? Like, oh, like, uh, Annihilus was the, um, 
Fantastic Four's main villain. Well, one of their main villains. And uh, random, and out of nowhere, he just like massed his whole army and started wiping out like a lot, like millions and trillions of people, and started moving like across the galaxy. It was like a huge story arc in uh, like 2004, I think. Uh, whenever Civil War was going on, this was going on at the same time, but with all the uh, cosmic characters, so like your Silver Surfer, Nova, uh, the original Guardians, not the original, but the Guardians of the Galaxy that people know now. Like, um, and it's funny that uh, that was the Guardians of the Galaxy that um, got popularized mm-hmm. uh, in the movie, but obviously they changed it to fit the more uh, to fit a more lighter tone because fucking uh, Star Lord was a massive dick. In yeah, that. isn't he like more like gritty and more like pretty much like a fucking war veteran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a re- yeah, that was like his whole thing, like yeah. back in two thousand four. But then the movie came out, and Marvel was all about synergy. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of like made his character more akin to the movie now. So that, yeah, you know, that's 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 what I was talking about boy. earlier too. Is like I really like how Marvel is just trying to tell their own story and like, like they're keeping, they're keeping it grounded in comics like their roots where we all like where real fans will appreciate it, but at the same time they're they're not trying to tell something that's already been told. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they have nice little shit. Kind of like with the scrolls, like how. Instead of them trying to go for the secret invasion, they're like, no, nah, we're just going to do our own fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, and that was, like, the best fucking thing. Because I really don't want it to be a secret invasion movie. That was probably, like, one of my most hated Marvel storylines ever. Yeah. Well, like, secret invasion and fear itself. I hate those two so much. Yeah. But, yeah, so. Uh, I think we've been going on long enough. So. That was our spoiler one. That went so much longer because we were able to actually talk, like, as much as possible. But, anyway, so, once again, if you listen to all this, thank you. Even if you listen to a part of it, thank you again. And we're going to catch you guys next time. See you later. Say bye, guys. Uh, deuces.